Greetings, greetings, greetings. Today is a spiritual appetizer. My message today is the tempting attitude. I want to talk about attitude and temptation. The two together spark fury, fire, furnace of anger inside of you. I want to drop anger today in James 1, 19 and 20 and navigate through those waters. James 1, 19 reads, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce righteousness that God desires. Today I want to talk about attitude and temptations. As I said, the two things hand in hand. If you don't go unchecked, you will have a life of misery, no friends, job to job, and create just all the uncomfortable feeling or in your life. Because the truth is, when you have an attitude and a slick tongue, and you're always tempted by something, and something pulls you out of character, you will find yourself on the outside looking in. I step back and I begin to realize that most people today really lack conflict resolution issues. I myself included. I'm a work in progress just like all of you. A certain thing boils inside of you and it's not what you have to go through is how you react to it. It's not what the person says, how you react to it. And a lot of times, the person is merely acting on their point of view or something can be going on internally inside of them. And so you have to understand that if someone says something to you out the way that is merely a heart's posture. But where we go wrong is we have the ability or should I say lack the ability to see through that we go from zero to a hundred real quick and then we're left out looking like a fool but the question I want to ask you today think back to an incident where smooth went off on somebody ponder this where did it really get you I'm going away I'm going to tell you it got you nowhere it got you nowhere folks walking around blaming other people for their bad attitude blaming it on God and everyone else but in fact Let's be real. You walking around with a bad attitude because it's implanted in your heart. You gotta check your heart's posture and understand that it comes from your heart's posture. So it is. And understand the devil knows that. And he's gonna entice entice you to do what is wrong. So I'm speaking for all of you listening, starting here. 
you know, we, we, if, and if you don't think you do, that, that you don't have a negative mindset, well, here's some things that I want to point out to you. You hear people say, they better not test me today. You're welcome, you're welcome to trouble. You're, you're, you're welcoming some, something onto you. If the first person say something to me today, it's on and popping, baby. Negative energy to something before the game starts. And this is one of my favorite, and I used to say this frequently. I'm just gonna be real, I say it now, but I just get more confused when I say it now because you sound like a fool when you say They're gonna test me today. They're about to find out who the real me is today. Let him say something. Hmm. Look at this fool. So the devil. The devil's like, okay. I got a way to come in. I got a way to come in. Here it is. And this foolish rhetoric will get you nowhere. And breaking news, breaking news of all this, they might find out the real you. God's gonna find out the real you. Well, he already knows the real you. You can't allow things to take you out of care. You know what I mean? It happens, but we gotta be slow to become angry. We gotta understand. We gotta be quick to listen. When someone's saying something to you that you don't agree with, or they come at you sideways, that word has to be in you. So you can be still and understand that. You know he's God. And be still and understand that. Get me through this. In James 1.14 it says. But each person is tempted. When they are dragged away by their own evil desires. And entice. Meaning you can be tempted beyond what's already manifested. In your heart. Hmm. There's a saying that I was going to say. But I'm going to paraphrase it. So a Christian thinketh. So is he. Only thing you look like. When you go off on somebody. Whether it be social media. Whether it be face to face. You look like a fool. You look like you got lack of self-control. Huh. Oh, yeah. You got that get back. But you look real foolish. Don't get me wrong. It's entertainment. When you're on Facebook, you see people on Facebook cutting up. Or people on there acting crazy. Commenting crazy stuff. But deep down, it's like, look at this fool right here. Look at this dude right here. Look at her. It also shows a lack of self-control. It shows you have a poor attitude. And a short fuse. We walk around here wondering why we can't get a leadership position. A promotion to your job. Entry-level management. You can't go any higher than where you're at. I think you need to bring it back to and examine your attitude. If you're quick to pop off, if you had to have displayed zero tolerance 
for conflict resolution, then why should someone put you at the top? If you can't solve a problem in the right way, then it's an issue. You can't solve the attitude with an attitude. It doesn't happen. These are three key principles I want to talk to you today, and I'm going to start wrapping this thing up, and we'll bring this to a close. It's we listen, we wait, and we respond. We listen, we wait, and respond. Remember I said, slow to speak, quick to hear, slow to become angry. Today's mindset is we are quick to speak, even slower to hear, and faster become angry. Most of our attitude and slick tongue and get back nature comes from a place of being self-centered. We're centered on I because when someone's talking, you only hear the I and you don't understand that it's not people-centered. You're not looking at what they're really saying and grasping a hold of what they're saying. You become angry quick and so you miss the point. And sometimes people don't make a point. That's why you have to be quiet. My granddad always says, let a fool speak. Let a fool speak. Meaning they're going to show themselves anyway. But we go around thinking it's cool to cut folk up. Get back at them. But it shows that God just needs to get you together a little bit more. A lot of us have not because we act not. I'm going to say it again. A lot of us have not because we act not. We don't have the position we want. We don't have the money we want, but that's a whole different subject. We don't have the relationship we want. We don't have the things we want because we have not manifested and, ex and ex 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 expressed zero self-control. Someone's going to give you something when you have self-control. Come on now. There are three things that you must learn to practice when someone says something to you that you disagree with. And they come at you the wrong way. Or you just simply don't quite understand it. And that is listen, wait, and respond. Pastor Lawrence Smith told me a long time ago, and I remember this. Uh, vividly we were at the confluence and he came in and having a conversation about you know whatever kind of conversation if you know him that's a deep brother man real good real good guy and he said to me something I still remember to this day in order to survive in the jungle of life that we face and in the ability to maintain healthy relationships with people you must first understand the habitat in which they come from I'm going to say that again. You must first understand the habitat in which they come from. Meaning someone can be having a bad day. Someone's background, that's the way they communicate. Does it make it right? No. But if you grip, grab an understanding of who someone is, then you perhaps will handle a situation differently. That's why it says slow to speak. Because when the person is saying something you don't like or they're coming at you wrong, take it in and filter what needs to be filtered.
Listen. Is the first key. Listen. Listen shows a sign of spiritual maturity and humility. And I got to work on this myself. You keep cutting people off every time they try to say something to you. What are you really getting out of it? If you already have that internal nature of building up anger in your heart for what they're saying, then you're missing the point. You find a lot of if you just sit and listen to what people are trying to say, you won't be offended so easy because, in fact, you find out what they're really trying to say. The late great Bobby Session, like I was saying earlier, said, let a fool speak. And when you let a fool speak, you'll be able to discern what is real and what is right. Proverbs 12, 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to his own advice. Meaning that you can't always think you're right. And if you listen to your own advice, you're a fool. Because sometimes we don't know everything. Sometimes we don't have all the answers. But if you're quick to, quick to hear... And take it in. Then you'll be slow to become angry. Philippians talks about do nothing from self-ambition or conceit. Then we want to talk about weight. The principal weight. I explain to you, listen, wait, and respond. First Corinthians talks about love. How it's patient and it's kind and how it doesn't boast. And the Bible talks about love thy neighbor as thyself. And a lot of us don't even love the one we're in the house with, let alone love your neighbor. And I'm not talking about your person next door. I'm talking about the person next door and everybody else around you. Your co-workers, your wife, cousin, your friends. We got to have the right heart positioning. We have to have the right posture. Because if we wait, like I said in earlier, we wait and listen to someone, you'll find out what you need to find out. Whether they're going off, whether they're speaking, whether they're, whether they're, whatever they're saying might have merit or not have merit, but you have to let it seep in process it, digest it, and understand what they're saying. Remember, if it's negative, the battle is already won. He said the battle is yours, is mine, not yours. He said the battle is mine, not yours. Being slow to speak produces the spirit of understanding that helps you de-escalate from that pulsive nature be still and know he's God be still and know he's God 
Proverbs 10.19. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. You have to learn how to restrain yourself from always wanting to get back at somebody. You have to learn how to restrain yourself from being the slick tongue rascal, as my granddad used to say. Yo, slick tongue rascal. <laughs> you know everything that know nothing. <laughs> man, oh man. Man, oh man. Sometimes we got to ask God for immediate wisdom and discernment. I'm going to tell a little story. You know, months back, a doctor I worked with who was definitely had internally some heart posture issues um, came at me in a really negative way. Thought I didn't do something, but I actually did what she asked me to do. And because she didn't examine, she was unquick to listen <laughs> and didn't hear what I was saying she felt that I didn't do what she asked to do and she smooth went off on me in front of some folk and I felt myself really getting irritated but understand this when things happen God has to come in like a flood that's when you really look to the sky and say God Give me something to keep me sustained so I won't lose my job today. And that's what I did because if y'all know the old me, I'm still a work in process. Old me, I wouldn't have had a job to right now. I would tow her off, but what would it got me? Jobless and for what? Because I wanted to get back. I wanted to prove a point. And as a result... I stayed calm. Someone else came to my defense and she halfway apologized. And I say halfway apologized because she didn't really want to apologize, but she had to. She exhibited heat and impulsive nature and had to realize that she was quick to get angry. And she once she did, she halfway apologized. But the most rewarding thing about that was someone who knew me prior to what I'm doing now said to me, wow, back then you would have cut her off and you would have put her back together. My response was this, where would it get me if I matched her ignorance where would it, would it get me if I go off on her nowhere God's doing a new thing in me so I can't let it get under my skin Ephesians 4:29 says do not let wholesome unwholesome talk come out your mouth but only if it's helpful for building up others accord and their needs That it may be built for those who listen.
I paraphrased a little bit, but nevertheless, do not let unwholesome thought come out your mouth. And so, what would I have gained if I would have went back at her? So in closing, as we face our next conflict and someone says somebody, something that you don't like, something that you don't agree with, something that just makes you get the gas face and you're like, mm, really? Boss comes at you wrong. Spouse comes at you all sideways. Remember this. The Bible says you are more than a conqueror. You can overcome it. You have to be, you have to understand that self-control has to be exhibited in that time. Patience is a fruit of the spirit. And something that we should exemplify in the learn, learning, learning process. But thank God, what is impossible for with man is so possible with God. So we got to remember how we listen, wait, and respond. How we listen, wait, and respond. James 3 talks about the tongue is restless, it's evil, and full of deadly poison. And so, by nature, we got filth, a filthy tongue. And by nature, we want to get, get to get back. But we cannot. We cannot. So, as I wrap this up and bring it down to the final close. So, all you slick tongue rascals who feel good because you showed the person off. Because you told them off and you and you walk around. I showed them what have you really gained. Because not shows only to them. But you're showing God that you lack self-control. My mother always said, every action doesn't need a reaction. And every question doesn't need immediate response. Sometimes the best weapon is silence. James 1 verse 26 says, If anyone considers himself religious, then keep a tight rein on his tongue. Keep a tight rein on his tongue, but I'm going to say keep a tight rein on his or her tongue. We don't want to make it gender specific. Brothers and sisters, keep a tight ring on that tongue. Be silent when someone has crossed you or said something you don't like. And you want to cut them down deep. But remember, you said, you, you remember this. 
What's the what's that phrase that who gonna check me, boo? Well, if you get slick tongue with somebody, God's gonna check you, boo. And I'm out. Amen. And have a blessed one, readers, listeners. <laughs>